Yo, but check one, two, one, two. Hot cut. Uh. I'm from the place where hardcore is This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. Views from the staff to the world that we back. This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. From the staff, tell the world that we back Ladies and gentlemen, grab a drink, let's get settled in Here's another dose of some audio medicine Fresh sports reports, pure adrenaline We do it for the love of the game, not the Benjamins My check, one, two, one, two Yo The link up Uh, the main takeaway I took of the Lecoq thing is <laughs> yes. You can't just start there. We an intro. I just cut it out. Yeah? I'm gonna cut it out. We started. Okay. We're recording. Um, now the thing I took from them is that they have like 6k followers on Twitter, which. It's not very good. I mean, I think they actually hadn't tweeted in a few months. Um, yeah, I think it was a before the before. I the think the, the last pro- tweet I saw was the they. I think they had a kit for Stellenbosch or something. It, and when was that? I think it was 2019. <laughs> exactly. Something. I mean, the, they had the kit for Stellenbosch for uh, for 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 this the last season, 2019, 20 season. It's kind of it's, it's just it it's not a good look, man. And and. You know what makes it even worse is that um because the kid's not that bad i don't think just visually i mean we've seen worse kids there's yeah, been worse by yeah. kids um in recent history as well but then the whole lecoq sportif thing you know you get a um, new sponsor in terms of bafana and a sponsor that's not not you know globally in terms of, of football presence but as you say you know they're with um Stellenbosch fc and then you, I'm thinking, what agency they hired firstly to do their video, and for them, you know, it would be, you know, at least they can lie and say they didn't hire an agency and it was in house, <laughs> because if it's in house, at least you know you've got somewhat of an excuse, you know, because you know budget or whatever. Mm. But then that will raise more questions in terms of what backing did they get from Safa? Because like when you see the video and you see it's Safa and Lecoq Sportif, it's not just Lecoq Sportif. And then also they did, the, um, you know, the whole uh, sh- um, sending the, the kids to the media uh, um, guys and, you know, letting them, you know, unveil it to their fans and their followers. I've always been social sour media. about that. Because yeah, <laughs> you need to make the list. You need to cut the list. Those are <laughs> reputable, uh, reputable uh, journalists. So, and, you know, like I, I think it was on Thomas, uh, um, on Thomas is on from, from uh, what's called? What's this? Sport at 10 um, on SABC and he got a nice gold box mm. and it was beautiful dude and you think yourself yo but then I'm sure he had already seen all the social media yeah. <laughs> stuff about <laughs> the kid before he actually got the box but I mean it's it's like they did like on that part that's great from, from the agency and whoever was in charge but then the video dude, if you're gonna do a video put effort in it but I mean it's gonna come out like I don't understand what I don't understand is especially with the video is that I know I, I have a friend who sort of does this uh, video production stuff and he's pretty good. Like I've seen some of the stuff he's, he's done for himself where, you know, he's got the 
the land landscape of East London and stuff. And I'm sure that I don't think he's that expensive. Like I don't let me not say I know his price, but mm. five to ten K is that a lot for you know, a national kit sponsor to do something that's, you know, quality and unique i feel like if they have done something south african and very like because that video like they even tried to have a little bit of a comedic moment it just flopped on <laughs> all aspects like and you see the the Ghana one um it had like oh i just saw the pictures and they encapsulated like the kit where these um how do i say people who are like working down the aunties with the kit and it blends in everything and yes, it harnesses and, and the and culture and of the country yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think and I think a lot of sort of um, sponsors have gone on this route of using influencers. I don't think they did it right, but they use football. In, like I've seen the French one, they used a lot of people in the football community, like people who, um, you know, they had the the lady who did the foot football documentary about women's football, and a lot of those personalities and other countries have done it as well, and. I get what they were, what angle they were going at, but it's just poor I mean, quality. sorry, Brian, were they influencers in that Lecoq Sportif video? Isn't though that, uh, that, uh, who that are they? Jack Devrogent? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he, he I'm, maybe I'm, I'm the I don't know who's him, been I living under a rock. Like but I, I know, I know one of the other, I know one of the guys. I mean, exactly, but you, 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 you say the influencers, but surely as you need to be at a certain level of reach if you if you if you can call you an influencer mm. and those guys as you say you know you might know a couple of them but they're not household names nowhere near firstly in, in the south african but context. i think it shouldn't always that's a, what's, no, what's so, a book so, problem but so for brian so if you want to like that's the thing so you see what ghana did they went to the people that's no influencer you're looking to the people you're going to spread the message of taking it to the people that will capture people's minds rather than an influencer so if you're going to use an influence it has to be someone at least we can call out but that's also what i wanted to point out you know when it comes to using influences it's quite a tricky way to to sort of balance it because it needs somewhat of a balance because you know you can easily get someone who's a football who's in football or who's a sportsman but then we also want that whole thing of cross-pollinating across industries, across mm. sports. Um, so, but then you need to have a balance because you don't want irrelevant people. In, yeah. in, in but a I video think like though, this. with that, I you you do you do don't want um, you don't want irrelevant people. But it's not it's not a prerequisite to be relevant. I think if somebody's doing something good and he's in the football community mm. and he doesn't have. 20 30,000 mm -hmm. followers then you can still use it and it's not going to be a detriment to the campaign and you can in turn use that platform to promote this person yeah. what they're doing because in turn that could be a good look for them 100% and, and Brian and that's what that's what you should be doing but there's also a level like so I'll, I'll go back to uh, the D DSTV premiership launch that happened a couple of weeks back where they used influences from a lot of um, Zanzi Magic um, uh, shows uh, obviously with the DSTV link but they also used like I saw uh, one of the other like other ads follow up ads and you know there's a video okay, there's been many videos but there's a video of this lady who plays with a whistle when she dances and she is in one of the videos so you see that's someone who probably doesn't have 90,000 followers or whatever but because it's relevant to what's happening on social media in society obviously everyone wants to go back to Groove and this is a uh, uh, um a, a, a person who is 
trending was trending for a while on social media during particularly during lockdown when everyone was reminiscent so that for me makes more sense then like I obviously I, I do not know these guys from above so so I, I, I can't really ridicule what they are doing but for me the whole ad uh, or the whole promotional video as a whole it did it, 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 it missed day like because firstly they were on a hockey Astro mm. you could see the hockey goals at behind the, the action and you i'm yeah, like I first even the guy who was taking the ball he's taking it wearing f- like normal dress shoes he's not he was uh, those were not hockey uh, uh hockey studs or whatever those were not hockey shoes or, or soccer boots he was wearing dress shoes or techies or whatever you want to call them sneakers but i wasn't talking sneakers if he was wearing at least some lecoq's maybe he was wearing lecoq's sportive to be honest but still like how does that then link into okay, at least put some boots on at him. least put some boots on because he's also even slipping while he's trying to take the ball and i'm like oh man and also another thing to this is the you know i mean it's 2020 uh, i saw a tweet uh, from i think a former footballer for banyana banyana footballer it's 2020 and to not have any i mean it was that video it looked like it was like i saw a tweet where someone said it was like a, a quick i think you actually put us in the group Someone said it's like a quick school project that someone... Yeah, yeah, arts, a quick um, <laughs> last-minute arts and culture project. Like, because also, Brian, like, you need to have a bit more class, man. I'm sorry, but adding, you need to firstly add some, 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 um, what do you call this? Um, some, some female footballers. Sport is not mm. only for, 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 for men. It's not only by Fana that's playing. And that Banyana's probably Banyana's our best team. Exactly. Our best uh, <laughs> and we've got, I mean, plenty of Banyana Banyana players playing overseas. And for us to only have three chants, I say this again, three random chants, really, um, just taking and having a little joke. I mean, it's old. It's old. That's an advert that you've seen before. That whole ha ha yeah. ha joke. But just ha, to yeah. interject there, and I know I don't want to harp on about this, but I just think also with this using the influencer inverted commas take is. Um, those guys could be football fans for all I know mm. but you know the whole point I think with social media nowadays and the algorithms it doesn't matter if you have 40,000 followers because 40,000 people are not going to see it I think for me it's about engagements go mm. further than your followers and if uh, influence if, if an influencer doesn't interact with their followers then it's no use he's going to post the thing and, and, and you see speaking about that let's say you know as you say you don't have to use someone who's a huge name but like let's say let's say you use someone who's passionate about football let's say we use you know influencers on social media like you know that shakes rampari jet yeah. who posts on every football south african football uh, or even you know, european football content and you know doing something unique with obviously we're all at home you know you zoom things are you know obviously they've been done but the zoom call uh, adverts and all these things could have been more creative and using as you say someone who might not have a hundred or even a tick on on twitter but has a, a reach and engages and people love following him and listening to what he has mm. to say and not just because of celebrity and because on tv you know but there's that balance as you say there's because at the end of the day when you promote when you have to sort of submit a proposal you need to also also substantiate why you want to spend yeah. x amount on an influencer and that influence on and that expedition will be backed by numbers so it's easy to go say yo this person is 100k followers let's just give him 3k or 10k for this video and that's it but also the first point about the person who shot the video they didn't even have to do a video brian they could have done a photo shoot a slick photo exactly. shoot you saw what yeah. england did a slick photo shoot with both Banyana but and Bafana. But the video, like, it looked like they were using... One camera. <laughs> <laughs> <It looked laughs> like an like iPhone. One, one camera shoot. Like, you know, 
So yeah, man, it's just it's not a great look for for Lukaku Sportif and it's not a great start for them, you know, yeah. with a final relationship. But let's hope the the shirt sells. I doubt it. But I've seen I also saw some mock-ups of you know different kit of you know mm-hmm. using the ones we we wore in the nineties and early two thousands when Bafana was successful. I would love to see something like that. Just a throwback. People would definitely buy it, and if they wanted, you know, obviously boost sales of the shirt. Mm-hmm. Be creative. But before like we move on on that, I just wanna say one last thing. And I know we've spoken about with Moipi, um, you know, processes within companies. Mm-hmm. But my thing is always, again, they shot this video. They probably submitted a commission proposal or whatever. Who says, yeah, this is great. Put that out. Who on earth watched that video and said, put this out? You must, you must remember also, like, I don't know how Safa and how they, they Lecoq Sportif and they, how they did that. But just look at Lecoq Sportif's social media. You can see that they're not... They don't have someone who runs their social media because there's tweets from June, as you said, June 2019 was one of the last tweets. You don't have to scroll that far to see it. June 2019 tweet. So they're not as active in terms of di- in the digital space. But then also, who then at Safa? You ask yourself, is it like, I don't know, I don't want to be an ageist, but is it like an age thing? Because, you know, the younger folk and the more, you know, techni- technologically aware people would see and they know trends and how digital videos are mm. shot and how other clubs and countries do things. So for me, you ask yourself, who those decision makers, they, how aware are they of the world they live in and the business they are in, in terms of, you know, how uh, many social media campaigns digital. have they seen? Because you can <laughs> see that and say, yo, chief, come on, guys, we didn't pay you. Because I'm sure they spent close to 30, 50K for a shoot like yeah. that. You ask yourself, are you... Uh, for me, you someone who's aware and who knows what's happening around the world can say, Chief, come on, just Google uh, 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 Cape Town City there. Look how they shoot their stuff. Please give me something like that. Done. Mm. That's a conversation there. You're, you're giving them a sort of uh, something to work from. But then if you have someone who's not really sure what's happening, probably still used to the traditional media, when they see this, they're like, oh, no, it's great. I know, it's great. Let's put it on. And they've spent money. And now all of a sudden, I'm sure and I'm certain someone's going to have to answer for this. Just... At the board meeting, what was going on, and they're gonna mm. laugh at that. Jet. But I always <laughs> wait. <laughs> I always wait to. I go back to the pages to see hmm, if they have if they've said anything because obviously there was a I wouldn't say a huge backlash, but there were a lot of people complaining. Mm. And I also went back to the Take a Lot uh, website to see what if they had anything to say because apparently the lady who won the PS5 who didn't look fake or didn't properly enter the competition. So was there PS5 in the first place? <laughs> yeah, people are hacked, bro. And and you know they created all that hype over yeah. this PS5. Have they arrived in South Africa the PS5s? I don't uh, think so. So also uh, it's still gonna be something. Hey man, but like, and that's the thing with social media. That's the that's the 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 the, the worrying or oh, not the worrying, but like the troublesome part about hosting competitions on social media, the anonymity that exists out there. You thinking. You know, I, and obviously they'll, they'll say they picked the winner randomly. Mm. But you also, like, and clearly they did pick the winner randomly. Because if you had looked, I saw that profile. It looked a bit like, oh, who's this? But, I've, <laughs> oh. um, but you, there are profiles like that. I entered this competition to win an iPhone by some just random guy on Twitter. who was like, yeah, I'm giving away an iPhone. Um, just, you know, follow me, retweet, and then we'll pick the winner tomorrow. And the next tomorrow came, and he was like yeah the winner of the iphone is this so and so i go to their profile they've got like one follower and they follow one person 
So I'm like, either this is fucking bullshit and you're just using this for cloud, which didn't work because you're still stuck on like 300 followers or what's going on here. And I've been seeing more and more of these giveaways for cloud, bro. It's stop it. Like you play, people get hacked, bro. I was listening to this, sorry, this other podcast and they were speaking about how they do, it was chunks, how he gives away, like he was giving away money on his Instagram live. Mm. And everyone, he just gets hate. Like, if they don't win, he's like, nah, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, yo, that's why I don't like doing giveaways. Why can't you just be happy for the person who won it? <laughs> and busy. Like, even if that person was real, I'm sure people would be in her DMs like, yo, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Come to your house. So, like, you know. And and giveaways are a very good and, 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 and effective way of, you know, gaining um, engagement, gaining uh, traffic to your website social media account so i understand the way people and then you obviously get the, the downside of that people using it just to get followers mm. because those followers are then sold on to other people you know i mean i remember back in the day how people used to buy followers on instagram yeah. all of a sudden you see someone on 10k <laughs> <laughs> do you even know 10,000 people you know what I mean, really? so obviously but that was then you know so, yeah so hey it's, it's, it's for me Clecoq, hey yo, no they need to they need to do something big to try and and and, and sort of uh <laughs> regain some some respect because even the the Stellenbosch FC kit from last season hey, is so basic. You ask yourself, so so I wonder because kit designs all over the world, and I understand you know cre- creativity is is something, especially art, is something subjective, and we all have different opinions. Like I love certain types of kits, and you think all of them are horrible, but true, true. I mean, surely they could have like done. I mean, a better design, a bit more a bit more like unique to South Africa because I feel like they just did patterns and then they copied all three patterns on different on all three kids like the Ghana the Ghana designers I mean even Nigeria Nigeria actually let me not say Ghana Nigeria came yeah, Nigeria with always comes they with come fire, with fire though. but I feel like I feel like their people probably back the up and coming designers and, yeah. and you know the not just take it from a big guy from agency okay please draw us something done they actually probably go down and, 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 and maybe run entries to to, to People to submit, you know, they design. The thing is, with oh, sorry, with all these kids, there's capable people of doing this stuff, and they, you know, they might not be the most famous people, but just go on Twitter, bro. You can see people who design kits, who people who can shoot stuff. You see them on their pin tweet or whatever what they shot you can get those guys, and it's a good opportunity for and them. And they and those people, and it's actually, you know, it's it it, it hits it, it hits two it takes two boxes. Sorry, it, hits, it takes two boxes where, you know, you're getting someone, you're giving someone an opportunity that, you know, most of the time they do will probably not have um, at a level and, 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 and on, a, on a platform that they would have only dreamt of. And secondly, you, I swear you cut in costs because someone who you got on Twitter who is looking for an opportunity, who's a student or who, you know, is still up and coming in this business. And obviously, you know, I'm not saying take advantage of them, but you, they're not going to get the same pay as someone who, Fubin has 10 years of experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, just I need to be careful about this because obviously, you know, you, you can't really take advantage of of, 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 um, of what's this, you know, the up-and-coming youngsters who want to get into the industries. But you can at least give someone an opportunity where, you know, at least this time it'll be a bit less money and if they do well, you pay them what they deserve next mm. time. Type of thing. And that is, that, and, and it just goes back to who's in charge. Because if that person who is in charge is aware of what's happening around the world and they opt in terms of, you know, with the trends and, 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 and what's popping out there, they will know, yeah, dude, there's so many designers, so many creatives out there. 
let's get them on board. Instead of just going to normal, traditional ways of approaching an agency, agency, give me whoever's on your list and then let's go. Mm. Yeah. And uh, then there are people who approve this stuff. That's the sad, that's the scary thing about this. Uh, yeah, but after the last episode we recorded, I was just remember thinking the next day when the the pizza news broke, I was like, why? Just a day after we recorded, the podcast was coming out that day, and I'm like, what the fuck? But Top yeah, gone. <laughs> um, end up leaving Sundowns, and he might be taking or let me not say might it looks like it's a very big possibility taking your top top striker from chiefs chiefs won't be dumb enough to sell him no ways that'll be that'll be the worst because you're selling him also you're selling a player while we have an embargo so yeah i saw that i saw that the news and quickly chiefs were quick about it today as well which is great to 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 squash those rumors that we cannot sell a player who's our best striker and then they were selling him without, you know, literally no chance of getting a replacement. But on the pizza news, great for him. I think to have someone get headhunted, basically, by the best team, or historically the best team in Africa. I think they've been to like seven or eight FIFA Club World Cups. Eh? Like that is a lot. That I is. I saw when I Googled them, or even I think more they actually, were the most decorated club in the world. One of, close uh, to Real Madrid, yeah, if not more. So it's and and I saw a picture where Peter was chilling in the boardroom. You just see all the trophies. I feel like they couldn't get a better flipping trophy cabinet though. <laughs> Some trophies are chilling on top of the of the sideboard. <laughs> I mean, guys, come and on. There's no space, bro. <laughs> exactly. I mean, hey, I'm sure they actually do have, and those are just the the, <laughs> the overflow. So it's a big move for Peter. Two year deal, a lot of money. I think it's on on like 1.3 a month. Uh, a month. That is a lot of money. Rands. No dollars. Yeah, 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 1.3 dollars. That is huge. So he's, he's, he's raking it in. And then also if he wins um, CAF, um, so that's another bonus, I think of 700K or something, or US dollars. So it was obviously a, an obvious decision for him. I mean, he's achieved everything he could. He won a treble last season, I think, if not quadruple. Um, with Sundowns, won the league in the last game. He's won six or seven premier, uh, PSL titles as well. He... By far the best coach we've had in South, in South Africa. Obviously, he's had the, the best resources as well at mm. Sundowns. I think Sundowns signed 12 players this season. Like obviously, some some they signed last year, but now they'll be coming back. Guys from Ajax. Kermit Erasmus is there now as well. Jablan Maluleka from Chiefs went there as well just before COVID. So, he's done it all, man. He's won everything. Uh, literally, he's won everything as a coach. For, for 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 super sport and sundowns he was a great player as well one of the 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 many guys that went overseas in the 90s so he's done it man in south africa he's literally done it all i feel like even some of his outbursts we've seen in, in the last few years is because of someone who's been there done it all mm. and now obviously he sees anything that is not happy with he can voice because he he's the don so him moving to al is a big challenge and i'm glad that he took two of his uh, technical backroom staff not just assistant coaches but he took like guys who did the I think it's the physio and the the what do you call the technical but what do you, what do I you think call it the analyst yes the analyst but technical analyst that's what I want to say so so that's, that's pretty big it's two young guys actually not very old at all so it's two young coaches that he's taking that he's going to groom probably and come back coach PSL teams on their very own and he also took Calvin Johnson as well very experienced um PSL coach he took him 
as his assistant. I think that news was confirmed today. So I'm sure he's also getting a nice um, salary increase compared to what he was earning in South Africa. It's hectic, man. It's it's, and they won uh, their first game as well on Sunday. So why no? Um, but he's been like one I like about Pito. He obviously, you know, he's he's it's Pito, you know, when it, particularly when it comes to press conferences. But when it comes to dealing with his superiors and like just the way he's handled himself in this move, very respectful. Like when he first, one of his first, I think it was a post match after the game. He was like, you know. He's been here for two days and he's literally just sitting back and watching and learning before he, he, he comes out and, and implements his own stuff and his own changes. And I'm sure in Egypt, for a South African coach who does not speak any Egyptian, I don't think, and who's going to the pressure hub that is Al-Akhl. And we all know those Egyptian fans, how they were and how they are. <laughs> so, like, it's not going to be easy. And for him to take this challenge on, I, I hope he does well. I, I really back him, even though he's a Sundowns, former Sundowns coach. But as a South African, I really back him. And let's see what he can do, man. I would definitely love to see him back in, in the Club World Cup. But that will obviously mean he has to win his second Champions League. I don't think any South African coach has ever done that. So that would be historic, man. Could he possibly move overseas? Is it too late? I remember I spoke to Joe Cran on, on that kind of topic, on who probably would be the first coach to to make it overseas and I I always think it was going to be Benny I don't think obviously he's not the best coach but you know he already has that European aura and wasn't about he an uh, assistant coach as well I think in Belgium yeah in and he was um, very close to getting the Hearts job so I think I don't know I, I do think that he would be probably next but now look where he is now, unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> looking for but a that job. was after the Cape Town City job, the is Hearts it? interview. Yeah, okay. So but still, like he was like he he said he was on the what the top three shortlist. So it's but Hearts also. But, <laughs> he, but he is one of the the more more uh, qualified coaches we have in South Africa. So, but he, I, I think he would argue he would have grabbed that opportunity with both hands. Yeah, dude. and like I think the fact that to work in Scottish Premier League, obviously, the the, the resources and everything is different. Yeah. But I'm still sure it's the quality and. and just the uh, facilities are still a bit better than what we'll get here. Yeah, and I think Pino is at the coaching at the Ajax Academy at the moment. Ajax Amsterdam. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he was a bit touched <laughs> when they when they announced the news? Like, ah, chance. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but yeah, maybe I don't know what level do you think Peter would probably get at championship. I mean, yeah, you you, you really can't say because Peter, if he let's say he pulls miracles and takes Achli to I think flipping final of the Club World Cup and oh, now obviously with the Club World Cup changing format mm. where they'll uh, 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 invite more European clubs that could be a, a window for him to you know show what he's got mm. but uh, just to answer your question I mean I wouldn't mind seeing him go to you know the the likes of your I think I mentioned this last week but your Scandinavian countries and maybe I mean like flip if if Ole can coach in Norway, surely <laughs> Peter can coach <laughs> in Norway like, as well. Because I think if it was not Egypt but Morocco, Alex McLeish, he was coaching an African mm. one of these clubs. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, even like fast-growing footballing nation, like um, the, he can go to the UAE. No, nah, <laughs> man, I want him to be in this seriously. <laughs> I mean, and that will be way more money as well. <laughs> and. But the thing is, Brian, where where would he? Is there even a market where 
South African football coaches can get into in a European market because I think with, with, with foreigners in England and, and all around the world, it's a matter of like their football knowledge and their background and historic um, relevance of the country they're from. But then you go to like South Africa, like we have a lot of influx of foreign coaches in South Africa, but has it like I mean, even. Barely Carnell just got replaced now as he, like they, they, they announced the, the Barnsley coach. Yeah. They announced the Barnsley coach. New but even that would <laughs> be a good up. But yeah, I think Portugal though has a lot of South African connections and France. Yeah. And I don't think those are far fetched. Yeah, far fetched for him. I think he can manage these what these Angers and Lorient. So yeah, like I hope I hope he gets there. I'm sure he will. Um, as you say, he's, if he's accomplished everything in Africa at the end of the day, you can't write him off. You can't yeah. tell him anything, well, basically. But final, yeah, he's been there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was tough. He, I don't think he'll ever go back there because he was tough. I think he was the coach when we celebrated thinking we qualified for... But why would you... I wouldn't... I'd go, go. <laughs> we can go further from Bafana. Don't come, don't come back down. I mean, it's a top <laughs> in the country. But just to t- on, on the pizza, the boy, boy, boy. The announcement of two joint coaches. I mean, it's 2020, guys. Does the first before we get to what role each of them have, but does the joint coach thing work? Joint manager thing work in 2020 in this modern day football when one voice is so important to have? I think what I saw, what, what I thought about when I saw that is tears. I feel like it will end in tears. I mean, we saw it's obviously not this at the same scale. But the Salford documentary. I was wondering, that's exactly the <laughs> first thing I went to, Salford. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And for me, they're not exactly joint coaches because one of them has an extra authority over the other. So when I there's don't a understand a, it. For me, like that, that whole sentence, I did not get. Because you literally just undermined everything that you just said. That there will be joint coaches uh, with, with Rulani Mukwena and, and Mangoba Mngoti. But then... And now the next sentence you say, but Mangoba will have final say when it comes to uh, um, like a bit of an impasse between them two. Like, so first game of the season, Mangoba wants to play Kermit up front. And then uh, Rulani says, no, but what about we play... Uh, uh, who's that? Who's the, uh, who's the British striker? The, the Brazilian striker they have. I forgot his name now, but who doesn't? He literally doesn't. So he's like the Firmino for 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 for. Um, he's just oh Meza, yes Meza. They want to play Meza because he he plays a bit different compared to Kermit, who's a, you know a goal scorer. How is then? How will Rulani then? Obviously, because he knows that Mangoba has final say. He knows that anything Mangoba doesn't like, he can't really propose mm. or or bring forward. Because then, if he does that, it'll firstly be in front of the team, and they will then disagree in front of the team which will undermine both their authority, or it will be um, Rulani then going secretly and talking to certain groups of players and saying, okay, we, we, you know, I know co- coach asked us to do this, but just tweak it here and there. And that already undermines mm-hmm. the uh, Mangoba's role. So how are they going to work that but out? I have no, and, and also, they just try to pee. Like, they, they were both assistant coaches to Pizzo. So uh, was it just uh, like a, a matter of trying to please both of them and not lose either of them? Yeah, but just to, I remember just to add two things to that. There was, um, I think, when Sanons was struggling a bit and Zungu tweeted, because obviously he's close friends with Coach Rolani, mm. 
about how he integral he was behind the scenes and basically insinuating that he was the the source behind the success and I think that that sort of attention is always there when the assistant coach thinks yeah you know he's close to the head coach and I always think about the partnership between Ole and Mike Phelan I think they're Ole you know he doesn't have much to stand on. Exactly. And Freeland has been there and done mm. all as an assistant coach. So they have that similar p- partnership. And then I saw, I don't know if you saw the, there was an interview done Zubac. with. Yeah. The <laughs> club's former assistant. That was pretty that funny. Was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's like, I did the job. <laughs> <laughs> I did the job. But it was also funny because then in my head, I was like, I think he left after the Champions League. And he left the season of the Champions League before they won the Champions League. So did he really though? Because after that they went Champions League, ninety nine po- oh, 97 points, ninety nine points to win the league after that. So it's I mean how much how much did they really miss him? Yeah, but I think if you look at the the Rio Ferrari, there's um, Jose Mourinho's assistant coach. Yes. How he you know just wanted he it was there was it was transparent like he wanted to be a, a manager. But this one was a bit shady. No one's saying anything. So I think obviously there was a bit. But you say no one is saying anything. There was, I don't know, all, all the fans saw it as a bit of a subtweet to Pizzo when um, Rolani was squashing other rumors about other rumors about that he's going to join Pizzo. He said no, I am a loyal. I think that was club. just a, a miss. But then Pizzo comes out and says he tweets afterwards. He says, um, I don't know what the tweet was about, but he says, despite some people thinking I'm disloyal. Thank you for all the best wishes. I think yeah, it was thanking people yeah. for his best wishes, despite people thinking I'm disloyal. So that was clearly there's some a bit of mm, between. I them think two, that was just a miscommunication. But Brian, never f- don't forget though that Rolani Mugwena did leave Sundowns to step out on his own, and mm. but not really step out on his own because he, he went, went to, to become be an assistant at Pirates. But then he got the job on on a temporary basis to be the head coach at Pirates. Pirates were shocking at that time. I remember him trying to explain nil nil and one nil and one <laughs> one draws. But he, he like he was like this jo- and he was most pushed as this Jose guy Jose yeah, Mourinho yeah, yeah. Pep Guardiola and he's articulate you know articulate I think that's so well. it's, it's, it sells you on the idea but you know and you know he's like he's, he's a proper student of the game he's a good he's a good coach young mm. coach as well who please uh, correct me all any uh, stone side down signs but someone who didn't have a career before coming into to, 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 to coaching so he's brilliant he's a brilliant mind and I, like, I follow him on Twitter all his posts about coaches around the world so he's he's in the game but that whole situation is going to be tough like someone's going to have to someone's going to resign first yeah definitely or someone's going to have to step down <laughs> just imagine like ah. and Rani is like you say he carries himself well he's got the confidence mm. I feel like Mangoba might be the one but he's he's the one who's been there done it yeah but yeah I think that's all we have for you know the local football for now but um, the Premier League, absolutely shocking weekend, to say the least. Um, shocking on who? On because no, no, it was One of our clubs kept, kept the clean sheet this weekend. Against uh, Crystal uh, Palace at home, who yeah. sat deep and didn't do anything. What did Crystal Palace do to you guys in the first game? Away from Yeah, home? they attacked us, though. Uh, they saw they when we or had they just saw gaps? Okay, <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's, let's start there, okay. United Spurs. Not surprised at all. Um, okay, actually a little surprised. Six ones a bit heavy. But we've been saying that 
uh, you can't sign Donny van der Beek or Donny van der Beek, sorry, and expect. I don't know what anyone always expecting from this. I don't know what Edward is expecting of this. And we know, we know what's going to happen. And then at the end of the day, you buy, in, you bring in some, I don't know, Cavani, uh, Tellers, Tellies, however you say it, Palestri, and Ahmad, which is a decent window if you look at it in hindsight and excluding the fact that you were dicking around the whole window. But yeah i think i think uh, let me focus on the game first shocking from before we get to the window yes because i I need to disagree with what you just said absolutely shameless from lamella i do not understand how that is not two red cards they basically hit each other in the same region of the face Mm. and he instigated it so vr is right there and that's what i was let me calm down and that's what i was saying about (laughs) last week loving it that um, VAR needs to be used properly. I don't understand why you cannot tell who was it? Was it uh, Anthony Taylor mm-hmm. to go to the monitor and see for yourself what happened? But he clearly got told because I don't think w- none of us saw that live. It was what, it was something happened and then we just saw a red card and everyone was like, "What happened? Who are the red?" But then how, what did he tell so, him? So so Lame- I think so. But the thing is, Brian, you must remember. So uh, for automatically when this happened, I know it's. Uh, definitely different circumstances and different actions that happened but in football the reaction the reaction gets a bit more uh sanction than the actual co- uh, offense because as you say it was an elbow and i was happening in football but slaps do not and i like I, 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 i'm not defending lamella because that was a bit of a weak thing that he did to also go down but every player does it your boy bruno yeah, is does it but go- no no but wait so so Reaction always gets the, the, the first the, the first sanction. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you there's something different, but you can argue with me. Matic Burn, uh, versus Burnley. A few years back. I think that's the year we won the league under Conte or Mourinho, one of the two, where he got a high boot on top of his uh, shin from Ashley Barnes. And he got so hacked. Ashley Barnes turned around, carried on jogging. He ran straight up, uh, up behind uh, Ashley Barnes, pushed him in the back. He fell frontwards, got a straight red. You ask yourself, but then, it wasn't pe- before VR, okay, but then the high boot was clear on, 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 on Matic. He got nothing. I think he got a yellow, actually. He got a yellow. Actually, Barnes got a yellow. And then Matic got a red for pushing a guy in the back instead of uh, a career-ending trap on, on, on the top of the shin. That is, for, uh, as you say, it's t- totally different, but it is... Mm, it's no, still it's completely like different no, because n- no. there's no VAR, so you, c- can, you yeah, can't go back to anything. But what I'm saying is the reaction always will always get a sanction in football. Because why are you reacting? That's the first thing they tell you, do not react. Do but not now, react. It's th- you, have, you have the... Te- but that's the thing. You have the technology now to eliminate that, that from the game. An elbow and a slap are both... Equi- and it's both violent conduct. Mm. It's not maybe like a tackle where blah, blah, like... Um, what was it? Uh, Los Celso? I think it was against Chelsea. Yes. Well, yeah. When he should have got a record. Exactly. And mm. you have the technology to eradicate these things from the game. So why don't you use it? But anyway, moving, uh, moving on from that. It was uh, and, and at that point, you were already trading 2-1, by the way. Yeah. And let's not forget that horrible, horrible defending from Maguire. I don't know why he's pulling down... Sure, it's like it's like he was trying to say, Fuck you guys, I'm gonna clear this ball because he, he, he first header into danger, 
uh, Bailey heads it back. Like, dude, what are you doing? That way. And then again, <laughs> he heads it into the direction of his goal. Like, bro. And, and, and for me, and, and then he goes on to try and bring down Shaw. That is clearly someone who's trying too hard to mm. be the guy. And you gave him the captaincy, bro. But the you know, as, as ever I said, there's... Who else are you give it to, bro? Pogba was captain. Got taken away. Mm. Tell, tell me there's no... Young got a lot of hate. But I think, you know... Yeah, that, that, yeah. that presence, yeah. And he had been there. And, yeah, I don't know. And then from there, it was just a capitulation. It's but, Brian, sorry, but you, you, we, we speak about, you, you know, like the leaders or the lack of leaders because that was one of the... The, the things that your fans are saying about Cavani coming in, bringing with that leadership. Not leadership, just yeah, experience. Yeah, and a bit of leadership. Like, he is that guy who parks and whatever, has got the experience as a coach, whatever. But you get rid of, like, guys like Phil Jones, Luke, uh, and Smalling, <laughs> Chris Smalling. No, 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 but Brian, what are they doing? No, but the thing... Where is, where, is, where is Phil Jones? Right? The thing about Chris Smalling, first of all, is last season he was told that you're not going to be the automatic number one starter. And he did not want that. Because mm-hmm. so he's Lindelof starting over. Yeah, so he's like, you know, Ed Bailey. I want to mm-hmm. go and play. It's fair play, bro. Mm-hmm. Go do your thing. And he did exceptionally well. But Phil Jones, he, do, you, do you remember the last game Phil Jones played against Sheffield away? We started a midfield two of Pereira and Fred. Phil Jones got absolutely ravaged. He got taken off at halftime. So where is he now? I want to know. He's probably why is sitting he, there. Why is he not going up? Apparently Newcastle wanted him. But, but the thing is, he got a new contract. Probably wages are... Con- and that was him and Chris Morning yeah. as well. Shocking and for Rojo. you guys. Still there, bro. Did you not leave? <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> not to my knowledge. Oh, still wow. there. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I mean. You need a proper director of football who has planning. It's not just signing. It's contracts. It's young players, etc., etc. But just the game, Brian. So, back to the football. 2-1 down. I think the red card happened early, like middle-ish, halfway through the first half. And then the, st- the third goal. You go in the, the third goal. Pass from De Gea. Bailey. Bailey, instead of taking it out to his fullbacks, he looks for the midfielder in front of him. Clearly gets the pass wrong. And then Harry Kane intercepts. Uh, pass goal. I never what the fuck, Brian? Never are, you guys, are you guys Barcelona now? Playing from the back. Wow, 10 men. I do agree with you there with that playing at the back is not working because I think Harry Maguire is decent on the ball, but he's not he's not that great. You know he's had that Sheffield how upbringing. Uh, that's, you know, I want to be that guy, but it's that kind of defending. And Bailly, he's, he's similar. You know, I want to also be that guy, but African, you know. Bailey, Bailey's Copa Rasa is too much for me. But he goes um, with Haywire. I never thought I'd agree with Tim Sherwood, but, you know, his post-match analysis, he they basically set traps for us um you know showing that little bit of um window of opportunity to get the through ball and then you know hurricanes waiting for that and he intercepts it playing at the back you know it does it does not work with sh- when you've got as well sean Aaron one basaka who is not comfortable on the ball at all he's not even making england squads now eh? like 50 million defender not even making England squads. That is... And, I mean, England is not the best team out there. They're picking players from Aston Villa and all of these guys. Yeah, but they but got I mean Aaron Lear, brother. Tolo, Pochettino. But anyway... Oh, but Brian, okay. S- yeah, okay. But what's Poch, what is Poch going to do? Going to develop the players. Improve the players. Aaron Wan-Bissaka is not a shit defender. But he needs to be improved going forward. 
Shaw is the same player we bought six, what, six years ago. Mm-hmm. He's playing like an 18-year-old. He's 25. Mm. And he's still he, a bit chubby as well. Like, these, these players can be, Scott McTominay can be improved. Bailly can be improved. Lingard's kind of done out here. James can be refined. But Brian, but you, you've had the big managers or the, the managers that improve players. You've had Do the Van Gaal. Does you've Jose improve Mourinho. players? Does Van Gaal really improve players? He bought ready-made players and all the young players went to the back seat. But they did, he did give a lot of young players the opportunity. He brought Lingard back, didn't he? Yeah, and re- yeah. and he Im- <laughs> but um, the majority of players, mm. he blocked a lot of pathways. But look at all of his signings, bro. Mm. I want to hear about Nick Powell coming on against Wolfsburg because that was just a hell man. And he sold all the United guys. <laughs> and that's one thing I'll never forget him for. He sold all of them, especially reading the article with Raphael where it was kind of deep where... Um, <laughs> yeah, Van Hal didn't speak to him the first day at all, and the next day I told him, "Bro, you can leave." But anyway, yeah, the game. How do you? Oh, so okay, this is what I wanted to get to. Three one. I think it was three one half time. Four one. Four one. That's the same. Liverpool and you guys the same. Oh, it was a tough day. Three one. Uh, Four one at half time. How? Like okay, you guys did okay. I have to give you props. You guys did way better than Liverpool in terms of closing up the game, but. I mean, you let Aurea go through and hit a shot like he's prime, flipping top class uh, uh, right back. Nah, Aurea has, <laughs> has, has that technique in him, bro. Uh, <laughs> and then a Pogba's tackle. I mean, it was not a... Okay, okay, okay before we get there, explain in, in what you, you understand, what you've read about Bruno Fernandes not coming out it's in the second half. Because that's your best player, by far. I mean, Pogba's there, Bruno's your, your Well, apparently, firstly, okay, I'll just say, Bruno apparently had a uh, bust up with Harry Maguire in the... Telling me shit. Yeah, in the change room. And he got subbed at half time. I don't think Bruno is a captain. I think he's a leader, but I don't think captains act like that. It's not a good look, really. Mm, but is, is it worth your coach taking off your best player just because he... I mean, the game is he, done. He, he, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I, like, game is done. You can, you can say game is done, but... So what did he say? Game is done, gents. Let's just go out and play. So is that, you know, he probably that, said, tighten up, have some fun. You know. Typical. <laughs> 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 no, <but like, laughs> For me, look, I, I, I think that's a bit... I mean, a guy plays bad. He gets called out by a teammate. What do you do? Sub off the guy who called him out. If that what is what happened, and if if that's not what happened, makes no other sense to take off Bruno when you fall one down. You can still come back. Charles came back from three 0 down the other game. You can still come back for talking one. about big boys and yeah, our West Brom. We're losing out yet three 0 to West Brom. <laughs> but anyway, I think I agree with you. But I think Ole always takes the easy. I think in that particular moment, it was easy to take off Bruno to teach him a lesson. It just the opportunity was there. The game is at four one, and you can be like, "Oh yeah, I'm you know, I'm this type of guy. Don't fuck with me." But it's just shameless at the end of the day. But I don't want to stick too much on the United game. I mean, I feel like we lost. It's done. We still have a lot of other stuff to talk about. Let's go. I love Liverpool seven two. And to be fair, I didn't really watch the game. I was kind of. Eh. I didn't. Not I in the didn't. best mood after the United game. After that early goal mistake by Adrian, I. I yeah. But my phone was it. buzzing. Um, Tommy, I've just seen like I've seen the highlights and 
I saw a couple of clips of what Jack Grealish was up here mashing up Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> but yeah, it just tell me about it the game. It, um, I mean, obviously, from from my biased point of view, they were not at today from 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 the first minute, and obviously, the not having their best player this far this season. I mean, you can put um, Salah there, but Mane for me has been the consistent class every game. Um, gives an eight out of ten player. So he obviously out with COVID. And then you don't have Thiago, and then the big one, Allison. He goes and and he 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 obviously injured himself. I think the day before the training session before. And Adrian, I mean, he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy because there's no other reason you'd sign him at, at Liverpool, Champions League winners, Premier League winners. So he comes on and ugh, horrible, horrible. Um, Kepa or, or or Adrian? Nah, I mean Kepa by far. Dude. I mean Adrian. I mean, Adrian got let go by. I mean, we can all say maybe he wanted a new chance, but he got let go by. But you know what was by by West Ham, who struggled then to get another keeper, so they didn't even have to let him go. And what was interesting about Adrian is he's never been sold. Been a free chance. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's he's clearly a great guy to have. Like he's a really good for me. Like he's probably a great guy to have in no, the no, changing. No, no, you can't disrespect Rudiger <laughs> like that, bro. No, 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 no. No, I mean, I'm talking about like the personality that he has in the change room. Fun guy, he's like even David Luiz. Let me let me go there. Fun guy to have, but he's not at the level of Liverpool, dude. I'm sorry, but he's not at the level of Liverpool, and it showed. First, that mistake in the first goal, simple pass to his to his uh, right side, a centre back, simple pass made Gomez look foolish because <laughs> they scored their goals. So it it was not a good. And then the high line, bro. The high line is something that it plays a part, obviously with how they win the ball back high up i mean typical that money um the kepa money mistake in the in the in, in the chelsea game for liverpool when they scored i mean that was money putting pressure high up from the front they squeeze up even in that game you know like speaking to liverpool fans they were saying oh yeah we only slipped up against liverpool and you know it's one off but against uh leeds they got caught high line um, Jack Harrison was making uh, <laughs> Gomez I mean, I don't dance be this on that day. Shameless guy, but against United last season as well, because they had that fallen quick um, James cross Rashford. Exactly. Goal. So, so it's something definitely to pick out. And you, you, I think you wrote it in your oversaturated uh, uh, <laughs> piece today about how you know Brendan Rodgers said. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, but that was I'm I'm I'm, I'm horrible. Now. That was City, but just it's similar similar example where they decided that you know with them pressing up that they're gonna keep a somewhat as 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 you as I think as you read uh, as you wrote that a three quarter shape on the field where compress compress compress, but knowing that Liverpool's gonna come up and push up because TAA and Robertson are not people that are gonna sit back and try and keep a four at the back. So you already know your flanks are already opened. For those high balls and against against Chelsea, uh, Timo was unlucky. Control and the ball that he got, and Fabinho did well. But in this instant, Gomez was Bambi on ice. He was losing the ball is he never too though? often. Like he lost the ball so many times, and like and like repeatedly to uh, uh, um, Jack uh, Grealish and Ross Barkley, who were literally on that left side. They were there and made sure because you've got. Robertson is obviously going to be chilling up there. And they, they just got exploited, exploited, exploited. And I'm sorry, but Virgil, you have to do more. When your side is, is sort of crumbling like that, you need to sort of rein it back and be like, gents, let's just shut up shop. 
And for them to fail to do that, it was a bit alarming because, you know, we call them mentality giants. Pep calls them, uh, club calls them mentality giants. Guys who never give up. They are, they said they are, what do they say? They're fighting for this title. They're not uh, defending. They're attacking they're it. Yeah, they're attacking it. Sorry. They're attacking. They're not defending. But that was shocking. And I'm sorry, but Leeds, they considered three. And they conceded goals where it was mistakes. Virgil got turned up inside out by Brentford. Um, Gomez got turned inside out by. Um, sorry, got turned inside out by. Um, I think it was Jack, Jack Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, yeah, that first goal, 100% Jack Harrison. And, like, you <laughs> and you know, we all, we were all, obviously, the way they we, we bounced back against Chelsea, against Arsenal, we all thought, hey, they signed Jota, they signed Thiago, they back. This is Liverpool. And I still think that, to be honest with you, but they need to, they can't be as cocky with that highlight. Because I think at the moment, they uh, they have that bit of arrogance where they've got pace at the back. Virgil's not lacking pace. Gomez's not lacking pace. Um, and then two fullbacks. But they have no desire to get back when they are caught out. And that is quite... Because yesterday, even Virgil uh, on Sunday, Virgil struggled to get back. He would They would get caught out repeatedly. And he, he would... They would score the goals. I understand three deflected goals. But you still have to take a chance. And you shoot... If you... Uh, even uh, club... Um, explain this properly where he said there was poorly blocked shots even though they were deflected but they were poorly blocked shots it was just I, I find it a bit I mean seven against Aston Villa I don't think please tell me any other champion We, I mean Chelsea we had probably had the worst title defence finishing 10th but we never got spanked seven it stopped at three and all those three it was mistakes and whatever but it stopped at three so we got spanked six by Manchester City but that was different but seven against a, a side that survived at the end of on the last day of last season uh, yeah but I mean as I as you say what I wrote um, yes it was I wouldn't go as far as to compare them to that Chelsea 10th place I mean they've still won not. three games in a row they and did. and against two big sides uh, yeah well. so I think they'll definitely bounce back and I still think they're probably the best team but don't you think just in terms of so let's say now obviously they have to look at that highlight surely they have to look at the highlight but they will it also part it also forms a very important part of how they play arsenal liverpool are high tempo they win the ball back high up with a hard-working midfield and talented forward line don't you think then that because they can't now drop the line and then still think they're gonna have a, a, a sort of a midfield and forward line who will press, 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 press. Because then they're leaving gaps for the f- uh, the opposition's forward line in that gap between defence and midfield. So don't you think either Klopp will then tell his boys, okay, just drop back a bit or be aware a bit? Because now they're still catching, trying to catch guys for offside. Then it doesn't work. Clearly it's not working. Because if you've got people with pace, they don't have to be ahead or, or in line with you or, ahead or just slightly ahead. They can literally give Gomez a bit of... Like, Oli Watkins, perfect hat-trick against flipping Virgil van Dijk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It has to be called out. This is their goat. This is their better than Terry, better than Vidic, better than Rio Ferdinand defenders. I mean, seven. And he still let it. It could have been nine, ten. Barkley was horrible in the first half in terms of finishing. But he created everything through uh, with Jack. So, yo, yeah. But like, like I said, will they be able to change that high line problem without sort of hampering how they break teams down because they also don't have the best creativity in terms of breaking teams down from midfield they've got talented f- like front three and that front three does man on man they will finish you 
But now if they've got a, a low block, if they play against a low block and their center and then their defensive line is still not pressing as high as they are now, will they then have that impact? Will they be able to win balls a high up? Will they be able to survive a, a transition? Because that's where they struggled. When Liverpool when 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 I think Matty Cash and, and, and Tyrone Mings was just pumping the ball straight to, to, to Jack in the left wing. And he already knew, literally, as he pumps it over, he, he bypasses the, the forward line and the midfield. God, now it's just him versus, hopefully, Robertson if he's back there. Or it, would, it was um, uh, straight up against Gomez. And he lost. So will they do that? Can they do that? Because that, I'm sure they'll still ship goals, particularly if Ellison is out for a few more weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I remember reading an uh, uh, article by Michael Cox, who's like this good, great tactician or tactician tactical journalist and tactical journalist. <laughs> is he a former coach i don't think so probably it's for athletic okay <laughs> <laughs> how do you just call yourself a tactical <laughs> journalist <laughs> it's an opinion <laughs> but now because you're a technical no, no, but i think he, he's got a few like tactical books and okay. stuff he's, re- he's really yeah. good and he wrote a piece about on how to beat liverpool basically yeah, so i saw the video Tifu's, Tifu's yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and one of the aspects was to target Joe Gomez so obviously I don't know I wouldn't say Dean Smith is watching T4 football but he's away <laughs> yeah he's away because you are like I know this might just go back to on what Brendan Rogers uh, was talking about how I mean Man City and Liverpool have dominated this league for four seasons now we can say two uh, for for City yeah well three seasons let's say two for City and then uh, Liverpool coming second and winning it. They've been dominating this 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 league. Surely by now, obviously, you know the first time you you prepare for Liverpool or for City, you do something and you think of ideas, then you do it, then they still beat you three four 0 Okay, but now, I mean, Rodgers got it right against City. Um, obviously, Lampard didn't get right against <laughs> Liverpool. Bielsa <laughs> uh, did something right against Liverpool to get them I mean obviously first game of the season and everything but three goals at Anfield is not easy Chelsea did last season it's a lot of work um, and then I mean Dean Smith he was close to getting sacked last season for Villa and before he saved them yeah. so he I mean you, you can't tell me he's a tactical uh, I mean, he's got definitely some acumen <laughs> but he's not a genius so it clearly I mean, it doesn't take that much, eh? To, 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 I mean, if uh, for me, that was the worrying part. Because if this was like you guys with Spurs, or if it was Everton, or anyone who's re- like, you know, who's reputable in the Premier League in terms of top six, if they did this to Liverpool, I would understand. Because that is talented players, ball, like, well, I say use ballers, but ballers who, who, <laughs> <laughs> who will beat men one-on-one. But then Villa, I mean, they've got a, they've recruited well, one like brilliant. I mean, John Terry and and Dean Smith are doing a great job there. But to catch seven I mean from they a did Villa beat side, Liverpool five no, was it five no last season? Yeah, but that was the kids. <laughs> this it. is all for me the worst part. When I, and I kept tuning uh, the the Liverpool fans. I'm like, that is your first choice. I mean, maybe you can throw in Martin instead of Gomez, but Gomez started a lot of games last season and the year before. That is your first choice back four. And you catch, you caught seven, seven. You didn't stop it at four. You couldn't stop. You couldn't. You, you couldn't stop it at four at half time. You still can, you went on and conceded three more. It could have been more. What conceded the the bar at some point as well? Like yeah. But like you said, 
uh, most Liverpool fans would like to also believe that it's a once-off. Um, we were all See just Everton shit. Next. <laughs> They've got Everton next. <laughs> they will probably beat Liverpool, uh, Everton. Others, like, regardless of how we want to build that matchup, Liverpool have got Everton's number. I mean, I think if they are the 21s beat Everton and Carlo last season, didn't they? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think, I think this would be for me. I remember watching the Everton. The Merseyside derby was one of the first games of what you call Project Restart last season. It was. No, no, yeah. Boring. Mm-hmm. But I think this is going to be, I wouldn't say one of the best because obviously the game hasn't happened yet. But the biggest, I think, um, yeah, I'm really. Calvin Lewis versus Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, Rodriguez, is Hendo going to, you know, be able to stifle him? Will, will he be able to, to handle, because it's not just Hendo, it's Fabinho, particularly. Yeah. But if he comes from the right way, I've seen him play. Because I like that from, from Carlo. Because I thought, oh, he's going to play James wherever he wants to James wherever James wants to play. And that's 10, most probably. But he moved, like in the last game, he put uh, Sigurdsson at 10. And then he put James at, at, at on the right wing. But then he told James to run wherever he wants <laughs> across that front line. But so I know will he be able to handle Fabinho I know and Henderson together? the Champions League winners. But I don't think that Everton midfield... If Alan is fit. Yeah. It's not that Even far off from Liverpool. 100%. No, no. Liverpool, Liverpool's midfield is hardworking. That is their best attribute. No Thiago because of COVID. No money, probably. Salah. Did Salah? Uh, no, no. Salah know. played. No, Salah, no. No, that I'm saying no. Oh, okay. That was a rumor because he played uh, on the game. That was okay. on Saturday, that rumor. That he got COVID. But oh, they've all got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, Shakiri got uh, diagnosed today. So. That's my that's that's what I said from from my predictions in the beginning of the season. The only way Liverpool will not win the league this season or will not be in a close challenge with, with City is them having injuries to key players. Van Dyke, Allison, we've already seen how Allison is missed. Van Dyke, Allison, Salah, Mane, Hendo, you give well, he's always injured. So anyway, those five, any two or three of them in one go, which is happening now, Liverpool's not the same. I mean, Jota, we can all, ah, Jota, 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 but he, playing for Liverpool and playing for Wolves, two different things. So he needs to also come to the party now to play. You know he's playing with the champions. And his first start, 7-2. His first start. That's a bit, Nah, Jota's a good player. No, he's good. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's he's not good, but it's not easy. It's not going to be just, let me come and play with him and his now. Let's go. No, no, no. They play different. They, 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 They press differently. They, I mean, He's got. He's playing with better players. Technically, <laughs> he might have been one of the best players at at um, at Wolves in terms of technical ability. But here, he's got other people. He's not going to start every game. That's different in a, in a player's mindset. So he's not automatically, you know, here. I, I know every weekend I'm there first in the team sheet. Uh-uh. It's different now. So we might not get the same shot, especially especially in the first season. So that's the only way Liverpool will struggle for me. If they keep miss keep. Two or three key players at the same time. It's not the same as as as, as fuck, I mean, Count United, but a city, city can you know wiggle things around. Chelsea, even. I mean, we've got depth. Um, it might not be the same level across, but we've got way more depth than Liverpool. Yo. Check one two one two. Uh, 
from the place where hardcore is beautiful. This is the Linko. This is the Linko. This is the Linko. Views from the staff to the world that we bag. This is the Linko. This is the Linko. This is the Linko. From the staff to the world that we back Ladies and gentlemen, grab a drink, let's get settled in Here's another dose of some audio medicine Fresh sports reports, pure adrenaline We do it for the love of the game, not the Benjamins My check one, two, one, two Yeah The link up from the place where hardcore is beautiful.